0: The podcast is supported by Premier Knitting Club, a registered New Zealand charity and virtual tribe of knitters providing knitted items and fundraising for neonatal intensive care units in New Zealand. I'm Courtney, I was a Premier myself and I run Premier Knitting Club. When we donate knitting to the NICU, families are given knits for them and their baby to treasure forever and keep. And we always need knitters to help us. If you have family members or friends who are knitters and want to help, you can find Premium Knitting Club New Zealand on Instagram or Facebook. We've also included the website in the show notes. We love That Nicky Mum podcast and are proud to support it. Hi everyone, welcome to That Nicky Mum, a podcast where we share the stories of New Zealand parents who have had a baby in a neonatal unit across the country. I'm Shannon. and I'm the host of this podcast. Um, Today we're talking to Jess, whose um, wee boy Louie was born at 33 weeks. Um, Jess had a mucus plug loss at 29 weeks. She had hypertension, she had hospital admissions. Louie was born at 33 weeks. He was in NICU for about a month. Um, he had all the all the classic uh, pre-baby things, jaundice, he was oxygen support, NG tube, and... Um, Jess had a uterine infection, so she was readmitted to the hospital after Louis was born. Um, and then they actually got to take Louis home on an NG tube, which was quite a new initiative um, back when he was born to try and, you know, move some of the babies out of the unit because they quite often um, very overworked. So I will let Jess tell... The full story and all the details um, but yeah so that's who we're talking to today so i hope you enjoy do you just want to start off introducing yourself and introducing your family
1: yeah sure so i'm jess and i live in north canterbury um with my husband who's a school teacher and we have a wee dog called rusty and we um we just heard his name and like looked up (laughs) and um we've got a wee two-year-old boy Louis. very busy boy (laughs) yes
0: yes um so Louis was born early (laughs) do you want to talk about your pregnancy with him was there like any indications you were going to have an early birth um yeah just want to just talk through your pregnancy
1: yeah sure so pregnancy was pretty straightforward um I had quite a lot of noise, nausea and vomiting mm-hmm. um, well, like right the way through mm-hmm. um, which was pain mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but no, pregnancy was pretty good um, I was carrying quite, quite small but no, no, nah, no indication of like having a preterm birth yeah. um, until around 29 weeks um, I started to notice a little bit of leaking Mm-hmm. um honestly like and embarrassingly I kind of was just like oh I was probably just like a little bit of bladder incontinence I'm pregnant yes, like yes. surely that's what it is I didn't really think anything of it um yeah so no pregnancy was all good up until about yeah about 29 about 29 weeks yeah yeah
0: and then your waters broke fully at 29 weeks
1: no not fully so i was just feeling a little bit off you know how they you know how your midwife says, or one of the signs of pre-eclampsia is just feeling a little bit not yourself yeah um i was feeling like i was just feeling off and i couldn't put my finger on it i was like i don't know what's going on but i just didn't feel right yeah. i knew i didn't think anything was like seriously wrong but i just felt like off. yeah um and i texted i texted her and she was like just stay at home don't don't go to work stay just like work from home if you can and just take it easy mm. so I did um did that and I went to the bathroom at one point and um lost my entire mucus plug and I honestly I didn't even really know what it was when I wiped I was just like oh god this is horrible like first time mum I was just like 29 weeks what the heck could this be hadn't even finished antenatal classes so I was just like what is coming out of me <laughs> um and I sent the picture to my husband as you do. Um, and he was like, I think you should call the midwife. And I did. And she was like, okay, just like stay put, like for a few hours, lay down, um, keep me posted, see how you're doing. Yeah. And oh, I don't know, I was just still feeling not right. So I messaged her again, I was just, I don't know, it's gut instinct, doesn't it? You just kind of follow yeah. your gut. So I messaged her again, I was like, nah, I just, something's just not right. I just feel a bit off. Um, so she was like cool come in and see me went in and saw her and my blood pe- my blood pressure was really really high and she was like i don't really like that and she'd only seen me two days prior and when i'd went into to it when i went in to see her that day she was like you're you're really really swollen like noticeably quite swollen um but you don't really notice like day to day that sort of thing no. like, you know you look at your feet every day so you don't really notice that you're like a heck of a lot more swollen yeah um so she suspected i had preeclampsia um so she sent me into the hospital um pretty quickly but I didn't have preeclampsia I had something called pregnancy hypertension yeah. which I hadn't heard of but I think it's just like a blood pressure issue um but when I was when I first went into hospital uh, just in the assessment unit um I had this brilliant male midwife there's hardly any male midwife and I was like oh, I yeah. wasn't bothered but and he was just the, he was just the best and he was just like he read the room and he was quite light-hearted and um uh yeah he was he was just funny he, i can't even explain it he was just funny and, yeah. and he just lightened the mood and it was it was really nice yeah, anyway i went to the bathroom because eh? he needed to do uh yeah it does i eh? um i went to the bathroom before they needed to do um an internal he needed to do an internal exam mm-hmm. and um I Came back and I was like, I feel a bit leaky, and he was like, What do you mean, leaky? And I was like, I don't know, I just don't feel like I just feel a little bit like leaky. So he was like, Okay, cool, let's let's have a look and see what's going on. And um, so he did an internal exam and he pulled out the speculum and he's like, I Held it up to me and he was like, You see how this is just like dripping off the speculum? I was like, Yeah, he's like, It shouldn't be doing that. I was like, Okay, <laughs> um, yeah, he was just great, like, obviously, it was like reasonably serious, but it, he was just quite I don't know yeah he he was just lovely and he was just did it in like a funny kind of way yeah probably sounds really bad um and yeah he's like I think it's amniotic fluid I think your waters are broken I was just like what the heck like are you sure like how is that even possible because I was just at home and now I'm here and it's just weird isn't it like it's it's such an out-of-body experience yeah and again like Um, you always
0: think your waters break you think it's going to be like real dramatic and it's going to be like real obvious that's what it is and most of the time it's not
1: (laughs) I know that's why when I look back I'm so embarrassed I'm like how did I not know that that was like emailed it fluid, but I just it just didn't even cross my mind. I was like, I'm twenty-nine weeks, like why mm. would it be? I remember um, when my waters broke with like, my maybe twins. Not talked about it enough.
0: And we were like on the way to hospital and I I remember saying to my husband on the way to hospital, I was like, I don't know what's gonna be worse is if we go there and it turns out my waters have broken yeah. or if it goes there and it turns out I've just pissed yeah. myself and not realised it. Like I really didn't know which
1: was gonna be the worst right. scenario. <laughs> that's right i was like why would i bother, bother my midwife if i'm just having a bit of bladder <laughs> yeah. it, it um, but i ended up having like quite a small hole at the top of the um what's that even called i can't even remember at the top of the stack i ended up having quite a small hole that's why it was such a slow right trickle a slow leak yeah um I can't remember where I got up to. Um. Anyway, they admitted me to the ward because they were like, "We think you're in labour. So that was 29, nearly 30 weeks. Mm. Um. We think you're in labour, and I, yeah, I was just like, I was quite calm, but I was, uh, I, don't know. It was just out of body. Mm. It was an out of body experience. I was, I was calm, but looking back, like, I probably wasn't. It was probably just adrenaline. Yeah. And shock. Yeah. Um. So they admitted me to the birthing suite um which is such a strange experience when you're when you shouldn't really be in labor yeah, yeah. um and Christchurch hospital was just so busy at the time I think everywhere was but I was not even in a room like I was just in like a triage area like right next to where they were like wheeling mums in to have c-sections and babies were crying and like it's really you would have had the same like it's such an emotional time when you actually once everyone's left and they're like okay try and get some sleep you're like holy heck this mm. is actually quite a big deal like no, why have no. I been so blase about this yeah. because now I'm really scared and like I've um, said it
0: before with a few other oh, yeah, people even I've had on the podcast like to them it's their job but to you like it's your baby and it's your pregnancy yeah. and yes to them it's like very blase but to you it's freaking right. terrifying like especially when it's your first baby yeah
1: yeah and i don't even think i asked that many questions i think i just expected that they would tell me all of the information i needed to know and i was just i don't know i just was a bit naive i guess i was just like oh i I really don't know looking back there's so many things i would have done differently or said or asked but yeah yeah you don't know at the time and you just trust in the process but um yeah so that was nearly 29 end of my 29th start of my 30th week of pregnancy yeah so i stayed in the birthing ward that night um and then they transferred me up to the maternity ward the next day um and they just monitored monitored me for a few days they like my contractions were slowing down they've given me i can't remember what the drug is but they can stop your labor
0: yeah
1: um given me that and they wanted to do obviously those two doses of steroids to boost lung development um so i got both of those on board which was good um yeah, not necessarily uneventful, my blood pressure went back down, so that was good. And they were like, you can go home. And I was, just like, I was just like, I was here, I was like in labour and it's too early. And now I'm going home. I was like, sure, yeah. I can go home. This doesn't seem right. Um, I was like, I don't like my, my amniotic, like fluid is leaking out of me. How yeah. is this normal? Yeah. Um. But yeah, like you said before, like, they're just quite like, yeah, it's their job. They see every day, they don't really think anything, you know, of it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, got discharged home um as a outpatient so you have to come back into the hospital every like two or three days for like blood tests blood pressure check ctg monitoring um you know all of the odds um which is so like crazy in itself you're like cool like like i'm still at work so like now i've got to come to the hospital every two days for all of this and i've got to like get time off work for that and like drive there and find a park yeah. and go into the hospital for a few hours and then go back home, like it's actually a lot, yeah. Um. so I did, I had to do that obviously and then um, a few days later I had some bleeding, so I was readmitted back to hospital for monitoring and I had started right. to have some tightening right. Um. and I saw them on the monitor and they were like we don't know if they're Braxton Hicks or contractions so Um, I stayed there for a few days and it settled down. I had heaps of and Hicks, like my tummy was like rock hard and I think that's because I didn't have as much fluid either. So it was just really tight. Um, Yeah, so stayed in hospital again for a couple of nights and everything settled down again. Um, Went back home and yeah, I didn't actually go into labor until end of my 33rd week of pregnancy so like three weeks later right
0: so in between when your waters or when you lost your mucus plug and your waters were like leaking and yeah other than those breaks yep. and hooks, you hadn't had any like signs of labor or anything
1: no no I hadn't um he he definitely had gone like down into my pelvis yeah. um and they could see that on the scans that his, he was like head down and he was ready but they do kind of they can be ready around that time yeah you know anyway even if you were to progress to full term but yeah no other signs of labor so yeah my waters were broken for about like four weeks before i delivered had you had any talks it with really
0: me out. your midwife about like obviously your waters had gone so we're going so
1: mm. it was
0: likely you were going to have an mm. early baby did you have any talks with your midwife or with the yeah. hospital about what would happen if you did go into labor at any point
1: Yeah a little bit, Um, the night that I was on the birthing ward the first time one of the NICU doctors came down Mm. and she had given me this pamphlet, actually there were two pamphlets it was like if your baby's born tonight this is what's going to happen and if your baby stays in for another couple of weeks in this past 32 weeks this is what will happen. I was just like whoa what? yeah, it, I think that's when it's the ser- the seriousness of it dawned because I was like, no, no, I, I'm not here to have a baby. Like, yeah, you've got that wrong. I'm only 29 weeks. Yeah, um, yeah, that was that was quite con- um, confronting. Um, but yeah, no, not really. Like, they um, still thought I could have gone full term. Um, yeah. I didn't realize you could have leaking fluids and actually make it to full term. But anyway, I didn't. Yeah. So, um, yeah, not too much. Yeah, i don't i think i blocked a lot of it out as well right, like i don't yeah. even remember so many of the
0: details um and then you went into labor properly at 33 ish weeks yeah
1: did yep, you panic it, it did my 33rd week um i don't think so no i don't think i did because i'd already been in hospital twice yeah. and hadn't had a baby so i was like oh this is just another another one of these yeah, yeah um no not really but i did have like when my waters rebroke, they they broke fully, like it was a huge gush of waters yeah. and blood as well. So I think I was like, "This is happening this time, like third time, right. lucky <laughs> or unlucky." Yeah, um, yeah. So we just made our way straight to hospital, um, and it was all go, Yeah, like four hours, whoa to go, and he was he was out. Wow, crazy how yeah. fast it
0: can it's happen, surreal, eh? especially <laughs> with your first pregnancy. Yeah. um so i know that scares me Excuse scares me, for, for me. <laughs> um so when he was born so prior let's go back a little bit so pri- when you were pregnant had you yeah started talking about a birth plan like what kind of birth you wanted no
1: nah, not really like we hadn't even finished antenatal classes we hadn't we hadn't like made a birth plan with my midwife our right. midwife or anything no not really like i i'd thought oh yeah like might be nice to like be in the shower or be in the bath right. or um I I did kind of want to birth at a birthing center instead of the hospital mm. um but I didn't really have any like I really want this this and this I just kind of had some like nice <laughs> ideas in my head yeah that um, kind of makes it easier but, yeah, nothing, without nothing. not
0: having to be disappointed yeah that you didn't get that
1: that's right yeah that's right and I think because it was such a quick labor and delivery it was um, you know I would have been lucky to have had any of what I wanted anyway yeah. even though it was you know yeah. a preterm birth yeah um, yeah, just because of this
0: so he was born and ah, nature of it. do you want to talk about his birth like yeah. how how he was when he came out what kind of happened
1: after yeah. after he was born yeah sure um, yeah the hardest thing oh god it laid his heart anyway but <laughs> the hardest thing about being pre-term i don't know if it was the same for you but i was like bedbound bound on my back and i really just wanted to be able to like move around and mm. it was just like oh yeah i couldn't even like stretch or get comfortable it was just like on my back like pushing like you see in the movies but you want to kind of like bend and yeah. stretch and like get up and walk around and because yeah. we were both monitored i couldn't but um yeah i don't you're probably the same yeah. um but yeah he was born super quickly I, I think it was like 10 minutes or 15 minutes of pushing and he just <laughs> out he was yeah it was it was crazy my midwife I had only my husband said my midwife had only half got her glove on and she just had to catch him um yeah in hindsight in hindsight I think I pushed too fast but I didn't know any difference I had that
0: with my singleton actually and his
1: head was so fat that he gave me a 3b
0: tear but like my midwife afterwards was like you you just pushed too quickly I was like I'm just trying to get this baby out yeah yeah
1: I remember her saying like oh just like, do little pushes. I'm like, I can't do like how do I do little pushes? I just want this out. Like it's it's so strange. But yeah, he's that's the reason for a few tears. Yeah. Um Uh yeah, so he's born. Um and yeah, it's so funny. And again, like being on your back, I don't know, I, I'm like I miss a lot of that, but and I and also mm-hmm. I think I blocked a bit of it out as well but they quickly put him on my chest I didn't have any skin to skin I still had like I can't even remember what I was wearing like a hospital gown or something um he was probably yeah. on my chest for like 10 seconds um and then they were like nah he doesn't look super flash um so yeah I I just don't even remember what happened after that my husband has to fill in a lot of those blanks because yeah. I was just like I hadn't didn't even have any, had any drugs, but I was just out of it. Yeah, um, it's
0: adrenaline, eh? It's And like shock and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so he needed oxygen pretty soon after, after birth. He wasn't breathing on his own. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they yeah gave him oxygen pretty quickly and just whipped him away from Nikku. And it was like, it's so bizarre. Like you'll be the same, it's like the room just quickly fills with all of these people and then like just as quickly as they come they leave again it's Mm. like whoa what the heck just happened Mm.
0: and i've said it for like the last (laughs) three people as well we always like send the dad with the baby like you go with the baby i'm fine but we're not really fine we've just had a baby
1: no (laughs) yeah that's right like we're not actually fine and then the room's empty and it's just like your midwife and i think one of the um I think one of the doctors stayed in and my midwife convinced him to him or her to do the stitches instead of her anyway yeah. I, I don't know but it's just like how is there only three people in this room right now there was like 20 or you know whatever yeah um so that's quite a surreal memory um and i think because i pushed him out so fast like everyone did just come really quickly and then left really quickly it was yeah. just like well where's my baby and where's my husband and where's all those people gone yeah yeah bizarre but, but um yeah no they took him up to make his, yeah
0: for you, how was your recovery other than tears and stitches? Um, like, you didn't have any problems oh, yeah. stemming from your hypertension?
1: Um, not directly from my hypertension, but I was, I stayed in the ward upstairs in maternity for a couple of days. Um, just they wanted my blood pressure to come back down, and it did. Um, and then I was like, cool, I really want to go home. I spent way too much time in this place. Yeah. Um, which is, which is also weird because you're like, I really want to go home and be with my husband, but also my baby's here. So mm. it's like, how does that work? Mm. Um, so they discharged me um, on the condition that I saw my GP within two days. Right. So I went back to see my GP and she was like, nah, you're not all that flash. Your blood pressure is quite elevated and I think you've got um, an infection. So mm. I got readmitted for my fourth time. <laughs> Um, and I had, oh gosh, I don't even know what it's called. It was something in my uterus, some sort of infection in my uterus, and I had a UTI as well. Um, so I had to have IV antibiotics. So I was back in hospital. I, think I stayed there three days. Mm. Um, yeah, so a few things post delivery and I, again, stupid, fast pushing, I'd burst, I'd, and I'd never heard of this before, i burst blood vessels, and my cheeks, and my chin, and my eyes, so I was, like, right red and (laughs) purple, I looked like someone out of a horror movie, honestly, it was so freaky, my mum was like, you need to take pictures of yourself, because you're not going to, like, remember how you looked, I was like, I don't want to remember how I looked, (laughs) it was awful, yeah, so, note to everyone listening, don't
0: push so far no not only do you get tears you get burst blood vessels
1: I had never heard of it or seen it like (laughs) not in the movies I I didn't realize (laughs) oh dear
0: um but aside
1: from that I was generally okay
0: good good so Louis had um
1: oxygen support after birth yeah he was on oxygen for maybe five days um and they, they just, they kept trying to wean him down and onto room air, but he wasn't super keen. So yeah, I think he had about five days in the incubator with the oxygen um, before he came out, which is so special, eh? It's yeah. Like,
0: yeah.
1: it's just like a baby that's like covered in like cords in this big plastic box and then you get to see them out. It's just like, oh, it's so lovely. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. But it's so scary as well. Like, I found the same with the boys. Like, you're like, handling this baby that's like covered in cords and you don't want to break anything and it's just like it's yeah. quite overwhelming like it's very overwhelming I, I kind of um, tend to like play it down a bit but it actually is it's a lot um, yeah you don't want to break anything and you don't want to like hurt your baby and you just don't know what to do and you just keep asking permission to like touch him or yeah. change him or cuddle him and yeah it's hard it's so hard
0: it is, like, babies are very resilient though like and even though they're yeah. so tiny when they're prem like you actually you kind of learn to realize that you they're not gonna break as scary as they yeah. look yeah not, so they're not true. gonna break
1: how much did louis weigh at birth he was a great size he was well for prem he was a great size he was six pound two um wow yeah so he yeah he had a bit of weight behind him um yeah so that yeah that was really good like it was good in a way but yeah he had he had weight, weight behind him but he did actually lose over 10% of his birth weight which was part of um right. our challenges in NICU was obviously feeding and growing but they don't really like them losing more than 10% so yeah he, yeah he did lose a little bit of weight which was not ideal just slows everything down um so other than his losing
0: weight and oxygen did he have any other kind of like serious issues while he was in there or was it mostly just a feeding and a feeder and a grower Most, as they call them yeah that?
1: mostly feeder and grower um but he did have he had quite a lot of jaundice um he had actually ended up having a prolonged jaundice screen uh, at 21 days so he yeah he was really really jaundice which made the feeding and growing aspect really hard because jaundice babies are like yeah. super dopey and sleepy so that yeah like I said made the feeding and growing harder um but yeah like when they checked him at 21 days um yeah he I don't even know what the right terminology is but like his jaundice levels had started to correct but it just took a long time right yeah Yeah. so he was under
0: the blue light or like on the warming
1: mat for pretty much his whole under the blue light under the blue light all the time all the time all the time which was with those little glasses oxygen. on yeah with well, the little glasses i kept them gosh that's so cute so did i um, <laughs> yeah i just can't be to throw all that stuff away like i still got this, like <laughs> um the little cap of the um oxygen mask as well i'm like i can i'm not even hugely oh, like i don't really keep stuff like that but i just i honestly just can't be to throw that stuff away it's just like it's yeah. special in a weird way yeah um yeah yeah, but other than that, yeah, he was he was generally well and healthy. We had a week in room one, which is the most sort of intensive care area yeah. in Christchurch, NICU, and then you kind of progress through the rooms. Um, and yeah, then we ended up in room five um, after a week. So yeah, just working on feeding and growing, which sounds re- probably sounds really simple to mums that don't have a baby in NICU, but feeding and
0: growing is
1: oh
0: <laughs> <didn't> yes that's <laughs> bloody hard work
1: yeah, especially when you're that...
0: not able to breastfeed them for weeks on end
1: yeah yeah i just yeah it, t- it took a real big toll
0: yeah do you want to um just like talk about your general experience in the unit like how you found it, how you found it in general and how yeah like the staff were and yeah just how yeah how how it went for you guys
1: yeah um oh gosh I don't even really know where to start um we didn't (laughs) have a bad experience at all and I think at the time we just we we just got on and, and 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 did it and we coped like amazingly well in the circumstances but I think it wasn't until after we left that you know, friends started to have babies or, um, you know, you heard of such and such having a baby that you really felt like you'd like lost a lot of um, time and you'd missed out on a lot of things. But generally when we were there, we didn't feel like, I guess it just feels normal because you're surrounded by all these other Mm -hmm. NICU parents every day, it -hmm. it honestly just felt normal. Um, But you know, the staff were all amazing. We only had a couple of nurses that were just like a little bit, I don't know didn't gel with us properly. Um, mm. yeah, gosh I do remember this one night I went down I was still in the ward. I can't remember if it was when I'd had Louie or when I was readmitted but anyway, I went down to pump three hourly as you do um, and I just I just needed to hold him. I just really want like he was still in the incubator but I just I don't know it, he's, my, he's my baby because I, I really needed to like have him yeah. on me. Um, and I went down, did yeah. my pumping and I really wanted to get him out, so I asked one of the nurses again, which just is like a mind blowing thing. It's like, how do I need to ask yeah. someone to hold my baby? <laughs> I know. Um and anyway I asked her and she was like, Oh, Louise, actually had like a really busy day, you know, you've got him out a few times. He's had his blue light today, like I don't think it's the right time to get him out of the incubator. And I I was just like, Oh no, that's okay, that's okay. But when I went upstairs I run my husband and I was just so upset I was just like why can't I hold why can't I hold my baby and I've so silly I've never I've never forgotten it because Mm. yeah if I was just at home with my baby I could pick him up whenever I wanted to so that was yeah it just stuck with me forever and I like I say I'll never forget it because like what and they're always telling
0: you when you're in the unit as well how important the kangaroo cuddles are
1: right so to deny you there Is, yeah that's it, shit. It, just, it, really it wasn't I, I wish I was stronger and I wish I'd pushed back because I'm sure it mm. would have been okay but I it was like maybe she was busy yeah. and she didn't want to do it at that time so she just gave me a reason but well, maybe she could tell yeah. I was a bit of a pushover I don't know It was just like and I just went back up to my room and I was just I was just like a mess I was like it really really hit home I was like this is my baby but it doesn't feel he doesn't feel like my baby yeah. um yeah, yeah so that's oh that was so hard um it was different when we went into room five and we were able to do a lot more of his cares and yeah generally just like pick him up whenever we wanted to but you do and I really loved like 95% of all of the nurses we had and they're just amazing like I can't even begin to describe like the job that they do but yeah just occasionally you do feel you feel like watched and observed and you do feel like you need to ask someone's permission or um yeah. check, check that you've done something right which is just it's just a horrible feeling yeah. in general you know yeah but yeah nothing yeah. nothing majorly bad and then, happened we had a, we were fortunate we had a really like pretty smooth sailing experience but we definitely more so me less than my less least my husband but there's definitely still some like yeah. trauma there that probably should have worked for a little bit more at the time but like i said earlier yeah Hope under the circumstances, and then everything seems abnormal once you've left because you're like, Oh, people can take their baby. Yeah, back.
0: Like, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I found that, like, while I was there, obviously, I there was a few times where I was not coping, yeah. <laughs> but I, in general, yeah. during our stay, I was fine, and it wasn't yeah. until afterwards, like, to this day, I still cannot go to the hospital and use the hand sanitizer. Because it just triggers me because you have to use it all the time. Yeah. All the time. And it's just, I I can use any other hand sanitizer. It's just the hospital hand sanitizer. And I took one of the twins to an ENT appointment and he was like being annoying because he's three, (laughs) waiting for his appointment. (laughs) And I was like, let's wash our hands. And I used it and straight away I was just like, I should not have done that. Like, I was on the verge of a panic attack. And then I remember I posted in the NICU group on Facebook and I was like,
1: guys, is this going to last forever? Yeah, and you know what? Like, it probably will. I don't know how that ever will go away. It's just stuck with us, eh? I know. um, And it's just the
0: stupidest little thing. Like, I can go to the hospital. I can go to the unit. I've had another baby since. So I can go to the delivery. It's just that freaking hand sanitizer
1: yeah it haunts you yeah remember how dry your hands used to be because you had to wash them 24 7. oh yeah 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 (laughs) yeah um so he spent four weeks in Nikku? yeah four weeks um four weeks yeah he really didn't start breastfeeding until uh like the week before we left so yeah, just the wow. jaundice. Gosh, it made him just so sleepy and he just couldn't Yeah. He just couldn't latch and he just couldn't mm. work out how to feed and my midwife was like she used to come and visit us as well. Obviously you probably did as well. Um she was like he hasn't he was preterm plus he didn't have as much amniotic fluid and in, inside, so he didn't get to practice that like mm. suck, swallow, breathe reflex. and um, which sounds mm. so basic but like it's that's huge for a pre-term <laughs> baby that needs to feed to be able to leave the hospital yeah. um so yeah, it was just yeah. so frustrating and i was i was really getting quite impatient i don't know it's just awful isn't it like they do their rounds and you see like someone going home or someone else going home you're like oh my gosh just get me out of this place and like i yeah, said like, and all that's you keeping have... you
0: there is that your baby can't freaking latch like yeah
1: it's not yeah, even that big right. of a deal that's right, and I was, I definitely, I really wanted to be able to breastfeed, um, but I was like, at the point where I was like, just give him the bottle, and I'm not like pro bottle, pro breast or anything, I was just like, just give him the bottle, because I want to get out of this place, and um, again, yeah. I'm a bit of a pushover, and they're like, no, no, just like, be patient, keep going, like, he'll get it, but it's just, it's grueling, eh, it's just, it is. yeah, it's just, I can't even, Breastfeeding really is hard enough. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right, I remember, enough. I remember and then you're one. Like, yeah. I remember one day one of the nurses came around and I really liked her and she was like have you thought about trying a nipple shield and I didn't have any like nipple damage or anything but she was like give give this a go and see if it works and it worked. and I was like Sam this is my ticket out of here Um, and I think nipple shields get kind of a bit of a a bit of a name there's a bit of controversy around them which I don't know why Um, and the lactation consultant came around the next day and she saw that I was using them and she was like red flag she was gobsmacked she was like no you shouldn't be using that It's not how you get out of here and i was like oh he's drinking milk like what's the problem but yeah just yeah so many things just baffled me but yeah they're just doing their jobs and that's what they have to do but um sometimes i think there's like a little bit of a uh not as maybe not as much appreciation for like being a mother in the unit um You know when they're a nurse they're just doing their job but like being a mother in that unit is just something else and I yeah some nurses just just didn't really um maybe understand or empathize as much
0: yeah um and so he came home on an NG tube which was not common yes yeah did they they... did they kind of spring discharge on you
1: uh um no not really so um the week before we left um he had started having with the controversial nipple shield he had started having some small breastfeeds but he was still needing uh tube top ups for most well i'd say every feed um and yeah. then yeah the, just one of the doctors came i think it, she was one of the consultants who i had a really good like relationship with she came around and she was like we're trialing this new program um because NICU is like at slash over capacity we really want to get some of these Mm. feeders and growers home because we think that well obviously there's like research behind it as well we think that they'll um breastfeed better when mum you are relaxed at home in your own environment Mm. um which made total sense and I was like yep sign me up to that trial um so yeah he went home in the NG tube which was again I, we just were really calm about it we we're like yep that sounds great they give you some like training to like how to insert the yeah. tube how to like um drop the feed which obviously we'd already been doing a little bit of um testing the ph level of a stomach contents. how to like well mm. pretty easy to take the tube out but like how to take it out and they give you a um a blue card um as well so basically it's just like if you turned up to ed at like the middle of the night you'd just get seen straight away um so yeah we had right. we had everything we needed we just about like had so many hospital supplies it was it was bizarre but it's also like quite special to look back on because it's like it's just such a unique experience and there's probably not many people yeah. who will get to do that so yeah and and yeah. and they were right like you just took to breastfeeding so much better at home we had um mm. You get assigned an outreach nurse who comes and visits every yep. couple of days um so she'd come out and like check the tube and stuff and weigh him and we also had a lactation consultant and yeah we just we were away laughing at home we were just breastfeeding and everything was great but yeah so many people were like why is your baby out of hospital with that tube in its nose that's <Yeah>. not right <laughs> but yeah it was, yeah, yeah
0: it was we came crazy. home um Bo came home on oxygen so that's
1: right yeah we're
0: the same way to lug around this friggin' oxygen tube and everyone's like what's wrong with your baby and i'm like yeah. bro he's just little <laughs> you I know, can't figure you out how to breathe like, all the
1: yeah that's right and you feel like everyone's like looking at them as well you don't really want people to like yeah. look at their little face but um pretty yeah. special though as well you know like special in a weird way I suppose
0: and then when you finally get rid of the tubes and you get to see their little faces
1: tubeless for the first time yeah that is so emotional I wasn't prepared for that feeling like I was like he's got no stickers on his cheeks like his cheeks were all red you know how they like take the sticker off and they're so red but yeah we got to see his little face and it was just so beautiful it was just yeah that was so special so special Mm. how
0: how old was he when he finally got the tube out
1: or oh, it was probably only a week later, so he would have been pretty close to turn. Yeah, he was probably thirty nine like weeks, gestation. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. And pretty
0: cool. did you keep using the nipple shield? Or did yeah,
1: you I did. To get rid of it? I keep using the nipple shield. <laughs> um Yeah. It <laughs> never works. I did, I kept using it. Um that was probably the only thing I pushed back on. Um yeah, he was feeding fine, he was putting on weight. Well, it worked. Yeah. I'd probably I'd probably use it again. To be honest, um, yeah, yeah. no, we did. I did. I did keep using it. He did actually eventually um latch just directly onto my nipple, and he kind of just did it himself, like he
0: he was ready. But mm. yeah, yeah. And so he had. Did he have any other not issues, but you know, yeah. any problems or anything after you guys were home?
1: Um, not not directly related to oh maybe a little bit to his prematurity but um at nine yeah. about nine weeks oh gosh i guess that actual i can't remember you know the whole actual correct i get so muddled <laughs> um <laughs> about nine weeks he developed a like urinary tract infection and he wow. well, i guess it is related to his prematurity because he kind of he just decided to stop breathing um which is not ideal yeah. when you're at home with a tiny baby wow. um Uh, so yeah one day I like picked him up from his nap and he was quite like he'd woken up from his nap and he was upset and he was quite floppy and lethargic and uh as I was holding him he went he went blue and oh my god that would have been so scary uh, yeah again I've like blocked so many details out because it was very Mm. very traumatic um Mm. and I've just rung an ambulance and they were there within a few minutes and he roused really quickly um so yeah I I think that the doctors were like he um his immune system and his respiratory like everything is just really still like quite immature and he he's fighting off like Mm -hmm. an infection and he doesn't know to like keep breathing at the same time which sounds silly but um babies honestly they keep you on their toes (laughs) yeah so we uh spent a night in hospital just had been monitored and they did um you know just a few tests and things and yeah they found that he yeah. had it, he had a UTI which obviously we didn't know um so yeah he got treated for that and yeah not directly related but kind of a little bit um mm. Mm. yeah it so was scary <laughs> yeah did he do my... it again or was it just that one time no just the one time yep just a one-off yeah oh, that was thank so god frightening <laughs> yeah thank god honestly yeah. i yeah my husband had to stay home from work for a few days afterwards because i was like i just i'm terrified to be alone with this baby i say yeah. this baby like my baby but it was just like it was, <laughs> yeah, it was so scary and i i think as well like yeah when you come home, you come home from NICU and you've pre you've like been used to like and being monitored and all the alarms and like you know they might have a little apnea event but then they correct and it's like at home there's yeah. no monitor what like <laughs> yeah it's, it's um mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really, scary. Yeah, it's really so scary. I actually my I actually ended up getting a um I don't even know what they're called. One of those monitors that you put under the mattress to like monitor breathing and stuff. I was like, yeah. this is the only way I'm going to ever sleep again. Um oh, is by yeah. knowing that he's still breathing. So yeah, it was terrifying. But um he's all good. He was all good. So <laughs> Happy ending.
0: And he's good now? He's yes. just a normal two year old dude.
1: Crazy two year old Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. It's amazing he well,
0: that he's doing so well.
1: Yeah. You wouldn't even know like looking at him, you know. And and you'll be the same with your boys as well. It's like Yeah. Mm. It's just a chapter that has you've been out of clothes and you can't even tell that that was the start of their life, but yeah.
0: So, did anyone talk to you about the possibility of having uh, subsequent premature births or hypertension during your pregnancy or anything?
1: No, no, not really. Um, honestly, just thought it was just like a random spontaneous thing. Um, but freakily enough, my sister um, went on to have a baby after me, and he was born 10 weeks early um, under very, very wow. similar circumstances as Louie. So now we're both like a yeah. little bit freaked out. Like maybe it's not like yeah. a random thing. Um, yeah. So yeah. we'll have to cross that bridge when we come to it. It's definitely. Yeah, I um, suppose
0: you just have to make sure your midwife knows if you right. use a different midwife. Like, yeah. please yeah. make sure. Yeah. I do not have this again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> please keep this baby inside of me for a bit longer. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I can't even imagine doing Naku again, let alone well does that make sense I can't even imagine doing it let alone with a toddler like that just blows my mind and there were so many parents in the ward um with toddlers at home and it was just like heartbreaking like how do you balance your time between your tiny baby in hospital and your other kids at home honestly that just it doesn't even be thinking about yeah 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 awful (sighs) yeah
0: I'm glad that you guys are both doing well and that yeah, everything's you. kind of come up all peachy. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, well, it was ages ago now, it's like two years ago. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was.
0: Yeah, but it, it, when you're there, it feels like you're going to be there forever. Like I remember sitting in the Stop unit it. and being like, I'm going to literally be in this stupid warm room yes. until I die.
1: Yes. <laughs> and now we're yes. like
0: three and a half years on. And I'm like, man, that was nothing. Like I can't yeah. even remember Yeah. most of the time, you know?
1: Yeah. And like, I, yeah, I hope right. I haven't painted it in a really bad light, but like we genuinely not enjoy it, but we genuinely um, had a good experience in NICU, but it does feel like mm. jail. Mm. Um, you really yeah and like i was there every single day like every single day for all day it, it's, mm. and then you come out into the real world and you're like what do people do outside like it's just yeah you know,
0: it's just uh, how
1: do people and like, all
0: you're doing is like you pump you do cares yeah. you feed you pump you manage yeah. to eat a little bit you pump yeah. again
1: yeah yeah <laughs> and then you
0: go home and you're like how do i
1: how do i function like protein? i've got to go to like the shop now and like do these normal like human yes. things it's, yeah it's just yeah it's mind-blowing it's amazing what you can cope with um at the time you know it's actually amazing yes. how resilient you are um yeah you just get on and, and you just do it yeah
0: 100 percent. all right well thank you so much for chatting with me and sharing your hey, story and sharing story it was so lovely to talk to you
1: yeah it was so nice to talk to you as well like i wish i I wish I had something like this when I was in NICU because it would Thank have filled you. in a lot, of, hope that,
0: um, other a lot of time find.
1: and answered a lot of questions. So I think it's really great what you're doing.
0: So yeah, that was Jess's story with um, her boy Louie. She had quite a positive NICU experience in NICU stay, which, was, which is really great because, you know, sometimes you do have a really positive experience while you're in there and it's not all terrible. Um, but... Yeah, hopefully she (laughs) never has to be admitted to hospital again because, man, that was like, what, five admissions, including a birth, in about six weeks, which is not fun for anyone. But um, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and enjoyed listening to Jess. Um, I really enjoyed chatting with her. So, yeah, um, I will chat to you again soon. Bye.